Good rising, good afternoon, good evening. And whatever time zone that you are in, I say, what's going on? I hope all is well with you. You are tuned in to Take Note, where I, Coach Koo from Ant Mentalities LLC, share my perspective on quotes that I've taken out of books that I have read. I have guests join me in on the conversation to provide an even broader discussion base. At the end of each podcast, I invite you to share your perspective on the quote voice so that other listeners, and myself included, can take note and spark further conversation. Further, do not hesitate in sharing quotes as well. The more, the better. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 11, Genuine Reciprocity, part two. We left off in the conversation with Erezi sharing her thoughts on how she handles conversations that are based out of emotion compared to based out of logic. I'm not trying to make you angry. I'm not trying to, I want to understand why you're thinking what you're thinking and why you're feeling what you're feeling. I'm going to tell you what I'm feeling. Right. Like, I'm going to tell you what I'm feeling. You can either be like, "Mm, no, you're wrong, or this is why I think this. And that's cool. Let's see what else we're able to unpack in this conversation. It was just making me think about how... It is very difficult because now I'm thinking about scenarios that I've been in mm-hmm. where the common phrase that has been said is that I'm trying to understand you as much as I can, but you're not letting me. I don't know what that fully means mm, because elaborate. that, <laughs> yeah, I, it's really tough for me to elaborate because in those situations when it says like, I'm really, I'm understanding you as much as I can, but you're not letting me which is, to a degree, in my part, my point of view, is saying that I'm understanding you up to a point, but there's a barrier that is blocking me from fully understanding everything else. What's the reason you're not letting me understand you? What block or what wall are you putting up for yeah. me to not understand you? Or what wall or block are you putting up for make it seem as if I am upset or, or you are upset or vice versa? Right. I, I, I completely agree with that. I feel like there is a, like, wait, what? Like, where does it stop? Which is crazy to me because I feel like if you can communicate with somebody decently. Granted. <laughs> granted. Um, decently. It should be, an, even though, if, even if there is no agreement, there could be an understanding of, like, hey, okay, this is what you feel. This is what I feel. And we may not agree on it, but I understand what you feel. You know, like, I, like I, I feel you. Like, I get you. Even though this may not be what I understand it as. Okay. This is what I understand it as. But then it's like, where does it... Is there ever... I feel like, is there ever that intermediate where there is that actual understanding? Like, is there ever that point that it's like, wait, we both get it? Or is it just kind of like... Mm-hmm? It just happens. Now I, gotta, I have a question to ask. When we're dealing with individuals who are acting off of emotions versus acting off of logic, of course that... <laughs> I know that gets into a whole... Another plethora of a conversation. However, oh, I do want to dive into it. We actually have enough time, but I want to. So I, the reason why I want to dive into that is because I've I've been in instances where I'm majority of the time. I'll just say ninety five percent of the time, mm-hmm. I'm acting off of logic because not only through studies, through the way I handle myself, I realize how much can be said and destroyed in one moment through acting off of emotion. And it can't be taken back because once words are said, you can't erase it. 
And I actually hold people accountable saying, like, even if you're joking, even if you say something and it can be negative, they're like, JK, I'm like, no, you said that. I'm going to hold you to it, even though you're trying to take it back. Regardless, you still said in a joking manner. And me holding someone accountable for that, they're like, oh, shoot. Uh, Yeah, Marcus, I, I didn't realize I really said it up to that point. I'm like, yeah, you did. But I want I say that so you're aware that even though we're joking, you still said it out in the open. Yeah. Um, I'm always all about perf- manifesting positivity, or I just say a transition to manifesting positivity and speaking in, speaking things into existence and being able to have whatever type of conversation with whomever to be able to just sift through different ideas. Yeah. But I realize that as you were mentioning, mm-hmm. it is a lot tougher to talk to someone who is listening to respond rather than listening to res- to understand. And that also leads into individuals who act off of emotion or speak off of emotion compared to individuals who speak off of logic. I'm curious to know. Hmm? Where is it going to go? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to let that little climax build. Okay, like um, <laughs> I'm curious to know how you've been able to handle someone who has acted off of emotion compared to someone who's acted off logic. And the reason why I ask this question is because... I feel like, in my point of view, that the way you handle someone who acts off of logic mm-hmm. is very similar to how I would handle them mm-hmm. in terms of, or I would say, the interaction. Mm-hmm. And then the person who acts off of emotion, I don't know how you would react. I know how I would react. Listeners don't know how either of us would react. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be a good idea to share how each of us react to those certain situations because it can be useful for their benefit in order for them to reflect as well as that's another perspective to think about, to say like, okay, this example, Erezi handled it this way. Mm-hmm. This example, Coach Koo slash Marcus handled it this way. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm in this situation, how would I handle it? So at least it poses a question out to the open and they're able to see like, all right, what am I doing Yeah. if I'm in their shoes? Yeah. So I'm going to do logic first. Okay, logic so first. I would honestly... <laughs> Okay, anytime I've, and I honestly am using this example, um, anytime I've had to respond or react or something, whatever it may be, off of logic, it is me using what I've had in the past. Like my, first of all, my schooling, because that does help, yeah. read, etc., whatever. But also my interactions with people. If I need to respond to you and I'm using my logic, I'm literally going to sit there. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to ponder. I'm going to think. I'm going to wonder why you're saying what you're saying or trying to understand what you're saying what you're saying and then I'm going to respond to you with logically I'm not going to respond to you because I'm upset I'm angry I'm sad whatever no that's not, that's not what I'm going to do <laughs> I'm going to respond to you in a way that I would want you to understand and kind of see like hey this is my logic I'm going to respond to you I'm going to talk to you like a regular human being Right. when I use my logic I'm going to literally sit here and be like alright this person XYZ and I'm going to do X, Y, Z, or whatever it may be. I'm going to use my my context because I'm also going to use, if I am using my logic, I'm going to use that based off of how they're responding to me. Mm, that's strategic. Yep. Like you're you're saying you're telling me this. Cool. I'm going to respond logically or emotionally. Mm. Which one is going to like? Which one is going to benefit this situation? What, whatever that may be. And what could also be a trigger too. That's also something like, like what's a trigger? Like I'm gonna say something and it's gonna trigger them, or even maybe there's something that I'm not gonna say, and it might trigger them. Or even honestly, sometimes when I think logically and when I want to respond logically, I say nothing. I stay quiet, 
because I want you to think about what you're saying to me and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like maybe me saying nothing means a lot or maybe it means nothing. But I, I want that intermediate. Like, hey, let's do this logically. Let's not do this with emotion because honestly, sometimes the emotion, it just... Uh, it I think that's your response for emotion. Right yeah, like, yeah, emotion, I don't, I don't know. I do, if I do respond with emotion, it's because I say like I'm, I'm the last draw. Like I'm ready to punch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and not literally, but in the sense of like I've already built up this emotion, whatever it may be, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna backfire. Let's be realistic. Like you know me. I have no filter. Mm-hmm. If I, I'm pissed, I, I I'm gonna tell you that. what I feel. If I'm sad, I'm gonna tell you what I feel. Mm-hmm. And I don't care about what you feel. <laughs> but I feel like in those instances when you think about it, I feel and this might not be everybody, <laughs> y'all don't gotta listen to this, but sometimes responding with emotion is not the best decision. Truth. Because in the instance, whatever emotion you're feeling, that's what you're going to go off of. And later, that might backfire for you. So, not that emotion is a bad thing. If I'm small emotion, that's it. Whatever happened, happened. Honestly, like, hmm. But I feel like the logically, as I've grown up and as I've gone through everything I've gone through, up, right. up until now, exactly. still going through things, you know, still growing, we're still growing. Yeah. But I feel like kind of logically thinking about it, even if it's like for 2.5 seconds, if it's for a little bit of time, it's going to the impact is going to be greater than you just responding off of emotion. And this is just from experience. Not saying that I don't do it, Yeah. but it's not my go-to. It's not the number one thing I'm going to do. Of course not. I'm going to do it logically because that's also going to benefit me <laughs> and the other person. Yeah. Mm-mm, that's just me. I don't know. You might be. Yeah. So I would say on my end, 99.5% of the time, I'm responding off of logic because... I think you do those pauses. Uh, <laughs> well, not literally, but like you kind of like stop, which is good. Like, yes. That's what I've been trying to do myself. Taking a mental pause yeah. is what is necessary for me to gather my thoughts because the amount, of, the amount of conversations I've been in where it has been very emotionally charged, it hasn't had the best benefit at all. Or I should even, I should even say the best outcome because everything is acting off of emotion. And sometimes with acting off of emotions, you're now reaching back into the past to bring up emotions that had lingered and you're bringing it back into the conversation rather than staying on topic. So it has been, I can't even say it's been a roller coaster. It's been an experience and a journey to be able to really understand like, okay, I'm gonna be acting off of logic completely, but I also need to be very, very conscious and aware of who I'm gonna be talking to. Because I can face, I can come in, I can interact with people who are going to act off of logic, uh, act off of emotion, excuse me. They can act off of emotion while I'm acting off of logic, and that can be a trigger for them because I'm already a calm, cool, and collective person. And that actually gets under people's skin. Like, you're supposed to be like pissed off, or I'm expecting you, or have the expectation that you're gonna react off of emotion. I'm like, I'm not, not, not only am I not going to give that benefit of the doubt for you, but for my own sanity, responding off of logic gives me peace of mind. Peace of mind is coming first because it now deals with the self. It deals with me being able to go through this conversation as smoothly as possible for the yeah. benefit of me. As selfish as that sounds, but at the end of the day, if we have the conversation and we're going back and forth, emotionally we're both going to be emotionally taxed we're both going to be mentally taxed 
And there's going to be harboring feelings at the end of the conversation. And we're not going to really feel the same. The boundaries are probably going to be put up that we didn't expect to be put up at any point in time. And that actually kind of makes relationships or friendships, like any type of interaction, dwindle. I can say it as friendship that I've faltered, either on my part or on the other individual's part. And that was because of the way we are interacting. And I can definitely say now at this point in my life that... I realize how important communication is. Communication to the highest degree with like asking for permission, like going back into like childhood, asking for permission to say something, asking for permission to do something, making sure that any type of move that I make or anything that I say, I'm at least dependent on the individual. I am sensitive to what I'm saying to that person because if I'm not sensitive to what they're saying, not only could that breach a boundary, but that could be a trigger and that could, be, that could be a trigger for them. And that could be something that could say, like, you're insensitive to how I feel. It's you, 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 you. And that turns into the deflection technique. Yeah. And now we're going to go back to this quote that we talked about. I feel like all that ties with helping them because you love them. In a sense. Ah, you're right. <laughs> in the sense of, like, no, I agree with you. You're but right. like, in the sense of, like, you're sitting here, you're going to think about how you're responding. Also for your sanity, but also for how they're going to impact or reflect back on you. Like, you're thinking about that. And in that sense, I feel like you're also helping them. Because yeah. you can either be diffusing something that was completely horrible, or you can be making peace with something. And that's I think that's, 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 I feel like that's a big part in this world that is not discussed, is not talked about, is not it's pondered tab- on. And tab- it's horrible. And it bothers me as a, commu- like, as a communication person. It, it, like, <laughs> it makes me itch on the inside. It makes me feel like, yo, seriously? And this is also me going over time and studying and kind of going through things. And I feel like... It really shouldn't be this hard. But it is. Because, <laughs> again, back to emotion. Ah, like, it's, it's an emotional thing. And it's one of the hardest well. things to decipher. Because yeah. we, I think it also happens is that we're on, we run on a routine. And with, us, <laughs> and with us running on a routine, it's not as often that we are going to be able to, I don't even want to call it think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call it thinking for ourselves. But it is being able to stop and think about whatever's going on. We don't stop and think often. We just constantly run. So that's why another piece, and I think this is, makes me laugh even more in my head, is that another reason why we are also really good friends is that anytime we've talked, mm-hmm. it always has been something where it was not only to the point of being a, a logical conversation and picking mm-hmm. apart whatever, but it also was like... We're having a real chat. There's nothing to hide about. There's nothing. And we're also, I feel like we're very the type of people to be like, all right. Or like, even if we ask each other for advice, like, hey, what do you think about this? We're pretty clear cut. We're very clear cut. (laughs) We're very like, so this is what I think. I don't like, I'm going to give you my opinion because you asked. Um, Which I think is a great thing, honestly. But I feel like, again, not that many. It's hard to be like that when boundaries come up, when past things have been experienced. Like, you don't, like, it just cuts off. That openness, that clear cutness is like, you know what? No, because I'm. Either saving myself or the other person. So that's that's the horrible part. Do you think there is? I think this is something that I'm actually walking into with much more open eyes. Is that? um, Do you think there are certain methods in order to be able to pick apart how someone acts, how someone shows love? Because automatic. Because the simple way. Mm. This is for me personally. I can say the simple way is learning someone's love languages yep. and it doesn't have to be on an intimate romantic level strictly platonic yep. you want to be able to see 
how each other works. Yes. Now, I got introduced to love languages a couple years back. So before we take our break, I just want to first apologize for that bell in the background. Just due to circumstances, the proper equipment is not here yet. So no worries, it's coming very, very soon. But as I mentioned, before we get back into the conversation, I would like you to ask yourself and reflect on love languages. Um, have you noticed love languages are being used in your life, be it a platonic relationship that you have with someone or be it an intimate relationship? Have you found that as something that is important? Is it something that you acknowledged or is it something that is kind of behind the scenes? Take some time to think about that before we return. I got introduced to love languages a couple years back, but it wasn't as prominent as it is today because I'm now thinking, okay, how are the interactions that I have with my friends? How are they, how are they platonic? How are I'm able to navigate those spaces? How am I able to keep mm. such a long lasting friendship yep. without actually thinking about it at all? Because I never gave thought to it. Fair. If you really think about for us two, we never gave thought about how we, we interact. Think about it. Now it's well, we know. Okay, wait. Okay, we just, okay, but we can't go too far back to when we were, we're four, not, bro. No, like, that's we're crazy. not. We're okay. not. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> but, like, yeah, but my point is it's that true, we though. kind of just knew it as an automatic, and we didn't have any labels behind it because we were able to work off of one another to yeah. help each other grow. And that's this so is a long-lasting friendship. But now it comes also, to. We have had breaks, not breaks, but in the sense of there were times that we were so busy with our own lives that That's when we true. got back, that it was like, yo, hey, what's up? Like and it was, but also even getting back, it was very like, hey, what's up? And I feel like that's a tough thing, but I feel like a lot of people, they, it, it's hard for them to do that. Like even when you went to college and you were in a completely other state, yep. we would say contact from here and there, then there were times that we didn't weren't in contact, and then there were times we weren't in contact. But if it didn't feel weird, it didn't feel off, it didn't feel like, oh, hey. Yeah, it didn't feel like we were talking to yeah. some random individual. Yeah, it wasn't like, it was familiar. This, it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel forced, but I feel like it just was, it was informed. I feel like we're also the type of people that we're very straightforward with things. I feel like we've always have been. <laughs> we're very just clear cut. We're kind of like, hey, this is what it is. Hmm? In a sense, but maybe I'm wrong. No, you're right. And I feel like that also does come into the play of like, not that we're not emotional. I'd be like, yo, you're mad annoying sometimes. You'd be like, why do you like this thing? Throw me away. You know, memes. Great. Wonderful. Oh, that's my favorite meme. Right yes, here. it is. I always <laughs> love, I love being thrown away. It's wonderful. Um, but I feel like even those times, like, it's like, yeah, I know you're joking. Or like, yeah, haha, we're being funny. Or even when we're being serious. Like, we, we know without knowing. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's a comfortable thing that a lot of people don't realize. And yeah. don't have. And it doesn't get to a point because of boundaries or things that they have experienced or past things or whatever. XYZ things could be multiple things that they That's true. I will say now, because I mean, we are running short on time. You're. Um, <laughs> two things. <laughs> First piece is that I've been able to take personally, and I feel like you've been able to do this as, as well, too, because we had some um, conversations through text and sometimes through phone about certain situations that we've been experiencing or in. And we asked each other, how are we able to think in this perspective? What Or what other perspectives could be in play with the scenario that I'm currently involved in? Yep. Um, and what I feel has been very important, and as we already mentioned, is not only being very blunt with one another and not sugarcoating anything, 
but also being available in terms of the mental space as well as the vulnerability because of course mental health is extremely important to me this is important to you as well but it also has to do with how much you're able to handle by yourself and if you're able to handle all those things by yourself good however if you have a constructive positive out outlet to be able to help you cultivate those mindsets to help you grow to help you figure certain things out and if you don't what I feel like I mean I, I have that but I feel like if you don't where could you find that like finding that little piece even if it's even if it's simply journaling and you hey somebody read my journal it's something simple something yeah. simple even if it's like a two minute conversation with somebody that you care about or trust whatever it may be that little bit I feel like it helps that's true it helps even if it's like you're having the work or even like you're having the greatest day of your life I feel like that little instance of like hey I'm having a great day <laughs> or, hey, how's your day going I feel like it helps it helps a lot that I, I mean, I'm, I mean, I feel like also Alrighty. it's just, per experience, y'all. Let me tell you, it helps. <sighs> also, for for everybody listening, journaling helps, y'all. It helps. Journal. I journal, even it. if it's for yourself, journal. I second it. Journal. I have so many of those things, man. Listen. And journaling. And it helps you reflect. Exactly. And journaling doesn't even come down to just strictly being in a physical book. It can be through Word documents. It can be through voice messages that you came as a string there's so many different methods to be able to hold this up so before we go Rezzy, do you have any lasting points to leave for listeners like final points because we talk about a lot <laughs> um, I would say all in all if you love somebody help them Ooh. if you love somebody help them even if it means that it's not helping you not one bit it's going gonna, it's gonna to make a difference for them in the long run and vice versa help yourself love yourself Love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. That said, Rezzy, thank you for joining me Always. today. Always. <laughs> You're stuck with me. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Lord. <laughs> I didn't expect that one. All right. Well, y'all heard that one. Uh, trapped in a 20-plus year friendship. The homie. <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> We're out. <laughs>